Look at her with me as always. It's my fiance Carol. How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? What is going on Not with you? Much. It's been a good week. It's February second, nineteen ninety nine. The whole time that the intro was going, he's just chuckling quietly to himself, and I have no idea why. Oh my god! What is wrong? What is up? <laughs> What was so funny is that it was as if our theme song were a lullaby because as the intro was playing, you were sitting there just like staring straight ahead like this and your eyes are just slowly closing, but that like not ever closing all the way like a like an animal, like a cat or a oh dog God. that's laying there just like, uh... Okay, so a little context and then you, and then here. you kept staring at me <laughs> after I started laughing. Um, a little context here. I started a new job where I'm working midnights. Yeah. So I'm a little more tired lately. Yeah. And apparently it's showing. Like, when we were recording uh, Beverly Hills Now to an O the other day, apparently my eyes just rolled back in my head. <laughs> like a shark eating. <laughs> Oh, I need some sleep. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) But we're here for you, everybody. We're here for you and the horny people in Horny Creek. (laughs) Yes, we are. Always here for the horniness. So, Carol. Yes. You said you had things you wanted to say about this episode. (laughs) I have so many things to say about this episode. His leading lady. It's a weird name for a weird episode. Okay, so the episode starts out with Joey doing her art class. Josephine Potter. Actually, it starts out with them. Oh, you're right. Uh, watching a movie, and Dawson. I, I guess. I guess her and Jack are together, and Dawson and uh, Joey are not together. Jen. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> well, neither. You, neither one. Yeah, really. he's not with anybody. But I, I suppose. The, we they, they really sold the impression where she was like, ah, I don't know, about them. I'm sold on Jack. And she's like, we could give, you know, us another try or whatever. But they, they don't follow up on that at all. Well, I think what's happening is they are giving them another try, but not romantically. Like, I think we made an assumption that that meant romantically, but in fact, it just means oh, their friendship. Oh, which is why in the beginning of the episode, oh. <laughs> they're having movie night in Dawson's room and... He's like, oh, we did it. We made it through our first movie night. So, yeah. so just like Dawson, he has to uh, analyze everything. Yeah, and it's like I was thinking, like it would have been so much better if you hadn't said anything. Probably, mm. like that'd be more natural. Dawson was like, my penis didn't get hard once, Jen. <laughs> Joey, Joey, whatever. One of those J women. Yeah, one of you Js, and we're not talking about Jewish people. Um, or BJs. Wow. Not talking about those either. Talking about Blackjack. Um, every, actually, I don't think there's, are there any Jewish people? Joshua Jackson's probably Jewish, right? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think James Vanderbeek is. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like James Vanderbeek was one of the Nazis. Right. Uh, anyway. So- <laughs> what? Just, you're, you're just... Just agreeing with me. No no pushback whatsoever about calling James Vanderbeek a Nazi. Well, I mean, it's funny to not, He's not a Nazi, but She he, is he, tired. I could get anything by her right now. He looks Aryan. Isn't that what they call him? Yes. Yeah. That's what they call the Nazis? No. The, the, Aryan. The, the, the people that Hitler wanted to, you know, breed everybody else in the world out and just have people with, like, blonde hair and blue eyes, even yeah. though he didn't have blonde hair and blue eyes, which is weird. It's eugenics shit. Yeah. So I'm just saying, like, uh, James Vanderbeek would be one of the ones left alive. Probably, yes. So. Plus his supple skin. <laughs> uh, anyway, speaking of James Vanderbeek, we watched Horny Creek. I'm just I restarting. We already I'm just restarting the <laughs> established this. So no, he he is saying to Joey like, "Oh, it's so awesome that we can do this," and everything. Joey's like, "You're really okay with this?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. Everything's fine. It's great." Yeah, he he really sold it. Well, and she was not happy. No, she looked very disappointed. If you ever want to make a girl jealous or whatever, pretend you have no feelings for her whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, that is a way to get a girl to want you. It's kind of fucked up. It's girl nip <laughs> instead of cat nip. But he has a whole bunch of like headshots. He pussy wants her. What? I said pussy nip. You're a freak. He has a whole bunch of headshots that he wants her to look at because he's still trying to cast her, mm-hmm. her part, like the Joey part. But they're calling her Sammy. Sammy. It's Sammy and Wade. <laughs> Instead of, I mean, Dawson's an interesting enough name anyway, I guess. Mm -hmm. But uh, how did Kevin Williamson come up with this stuff? Because I assume some of this is based on his young life or whatever. I'm sure it's not verbatim what happened to him when he was a kid. But I think Dawson is is an amalgamation of him and maybe some people that he knew. Sure. But his name's just Kevin, just normal, regular Mm -hmm. name, right? How did he come up with jo- Dawson and Joey and Pacey? Joey's a normal name. I Josephine's a normal name, I guess, but you don't hear a lot of women named Joey. It's not as weird as Dawson and Pacey. Yeah, Dawson and Pacey is is weird. But I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that his name is normal or not. He just wanted to come up with interesting names. But I'm saying, where did he come up with it? His did imagination. He... <laughs> what do you mean? We've entered imagination. <laughs> anyway. So, she's upset about the whole thing. Yeah. But he's got a movie to film, and everyone in the cast is in on it, except for Monica Kina, apparently. Hmm? Oh, is that the um, Abby person? Yeah, yeah, I didn't see Abby at all. Yeah, you're right. She's she not... read for the part, but she did not get it. That's kind of sucky. Like... Well, she wasn't good either. Yeah, I guess. She, she has the meanness down, though. She can be mean like, uh, like Joey is. She just wanted to make out with the guy all the time. Yeah, that was that was her motivation. Mm-hmm. So, so they're trying to cast this part. He meant, you know, they're discussing that, and then we see him invade Joey's uh, art class. <laughs> yeah, he wants to drop off some stuff for her about the movie, and she had. There's a naked model in the middle of the room, just like how Jack had to pose for her. Mm-hmm. Now there's a woman. Yeah, and he sees this woman and just stops dead in his tracks and goes, "She's naked." Right, like. Dude, way to not be cool. Like <laughs> Exactly. He's not cool, though. Yeah. He looks over at Joey, and then he looks directly in the camera and says, she's all that. <laughs> yes, it was. It's the girl from all that. 
It's yeah, it's called cheese all that, not just all that. Oh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> it's Rachel Lee Cook. We just watched that fucking movie. Yeah, we did. Like, and, you, and you just listened to it, probably. Last week, right? Yeah. yeah. But now she's all that. So, yeah, he gets kicked out of the art class. It's kind of funny. Anyway. <laughs> yep, it's hilarious. There, There's a little, like, googly eye shit going on, though. He, he, I mean, beyond the fact that she's naked, like, she kind of was looking at him, too. So I was oh, yeah. expecting she's something. smiling. Yeah, I was expecting something to come from, from well, that. Well, I was... Well, he was expecting something to come to. <laughs> but, no, I was expecting exactly what happened to happen. Yeah, you called it. Uh-huh. Uh, he ends up trying to cast her. Well, it turns out she's she's a drama major. Mm-hmm. She pretends to be a psych major. She doesn't yeah. pretend to be a psych major. She says, my psych professor oh. would say this or whatever. Okay. And I assume she has a psych class. That would make sense. But she's not lying about that. And she's like, I'm not a psych major anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they're in the library together. Why? I don't remember what brought him. Like, I, he was looking for something in the library. I don't know. But it seems it's like never explains. Yeah, it's a college library in a college he doesn't go to. It's weird. Or maybe it's the public library, and she's also looking for something, and that would make more she's sense. She's all that for them to be in the shared space. Um. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that can't see, which is everyone besides me, Carol just uh, pantomimed with her fingers. <laughs> Two people meeting in a shared space. I did. Anyway. <laughs> um, in case I wasn't aware of the concept of meeting <laughs> or sharing space together. But he's like, he's practically begging her to do it. And all it is is that he's seen her naked. and Or to read his script. That's I mean, what he wants her to read the script. I don't know that he says he's begging her to do it, but he's like... You know what? You know what's a good idea. Like we actually have to start filming soon, and I really need somebody. Yeah, he was very excited about if, the idea. You know, you you might be perfect for this because you're Rachel Lee Cook. It just seemed like he was a little overly enthusiastic at the thought of having a stranger who he'd never seen act in his movie. And I, I guess. feel like it's it's fueled by the fact that he he thinks she's hot. Well, sure, yeah. So he wants her to read the script. I think that's weird. Like, I've auditioned for lots of plays without reading the whole script first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Like, I, I don't think that should be a requirement. I don't think it should be a requirement either. But she auditions, but when she shows up, she just shows up at his house. It's not like he's holding auditions. She's like, oh, I read it. And he's like, and she's like, I want to read for you. After well, no. Oh, after she criticizes the fuck out of it. Yeah. She, 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 really, she really lays into him about his... $20 words and all this stuff. Yeah. And he's like, you know what? Never mind. I don't want you in my movie. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, if you can't handle criticism, you're never going to make it. Which is true. Yes. But she was still being a bitch. You don't just, like, tear somebody's movie up right before you're going to audition. Well, she was, you know, she's trying to get into Joey's head, so she's got to act like Joey. But he wants her to read a specific part, and she's like, mm, I want to read another part. Yeah. She wants to read... The parts more towards the middle. She what she wants to read is season two, episode one. That's what she wants to read. <laughs> the kiss, right? Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like she's supposed to be older than him. Yeah, she's she's in college, a freshman or a sophomore in college. And <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. It just seems inappropriate. Like the I think she's a freshman kind of flirty vibe. There is there. I think she's a freshman in college because she says. He says two years because she was like, yeah, I had to 
think back to you know my youth or whatever, and he's like, yeah, whole two years. And she goes, there's a world of difference between you and me, Dawson. I don't know, though, is there? <laughs> I mean, Pacey fucked his teacher. Wow, yeah, true. Um, But, you know what? I was going to say, but it's an older woman, but that's the same thing, so never mind. Yeah. Anyway, um, she insists on reading the different part, which is, I think, crazy. And somehow she gets it. Like, all of her weird, like, this is not how you do things, she gets cast. Yeah. And again, I feel like it's just because he saw her naked. Maybe. Um, so they start filming. They do. And, oh, wait, prior to that. Previously, on a few minutes earlier in Dawson's Creek. Uh, Pacey is at Andy's house. Oh, God. And she goes to the bathroom and takes her Xanax pill. Mm-hmm. And then he finds a bottle, an empty bottle of Xanax in the trash. I'm why do we have to watch her take one for and find it anyway? I don't know. She's a Zanny misfit. I I really hate of the Outer Limits. What? Did you ever see the episode of the Outer Limits called the Zanty Misfits? No. Oh, they like giant dance. Ew. So every time I hear the word Xanax, I think of Zanny misfits. Weird. Um, I hate that they're using Xanax though, because Xanax is. A- I love to use it. I mean. Uh- <laughs> Me too, but it's a it's a sedative. It's a it's a tranquilizer. It's mm-hmm. for anxiety. It's to relax. It's according to according to Pacey. It's for severe anxiety. It's for out of control anxiety. But I mean, well, I mean, it is a little bit stronger than some. But anyway, oh okay. Um, she's talking about how it helps her like with her mood swings, and I thought that we'd already established that she's like bipolar. So she is, yeah. Why isn't she on lithium or something that's actually meant to stabilize moods instead of taking an, a, a tranquilizer and acting I, like that's going to fix it? I could give you a like a well-researched, intelligent answer in like, I don't know, a few days when I actually research it. Or I could just give you the real answer, which is that the writers don't know enough about psych medication to understand <laughs> I feel like they did a decent job of, you know, showing her uh, acting a little nuts. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, as far as the treatment, they, they don't got it. Anyway, he goes in her trash and pulls out her empty pill bottle and looks at it. That is so rude. From Dr. Most, which I guess is Donnie Most from Happy Days. Sure. If that's her doctor. <laughs> but who does that? Like, wouldn't you be angry? Yes. But she's like. It's a betrayal. She's not angry. She's not angry about that. No. She lies immediately. He says, hey, whose pills are these? Oh, Or no, he didn't even say that. He's like, hey, let's talk about the pills I found in your trash. Mm-hmm. But, so he, he talks to Dawson about it, and Dawson's like, I don't know, who gives a fuck, basically? Yeah. <laughs> Dawson's got his own stuff going on, as usual, and is so self-absorbed, he really doesn't care what's going on with yeah, Pacey's Yeah, not life. helpful. And so Pacey's like, yeah, let's talk about the pills I found in your trash. And she goes, oh, they're my mom's. Yeah, she's a fucking liar. And he says, look, if you don't want to talk about them, that's fine, but don't lie to me about it. Yeah. And then she basically says she started taking them after her brother died and that she, it's, you know, she's got so much going on in her life, it it really helps her out or whatever. Like you said, uh, she mentioned something about how it helps with her to stabilize her moods or whatever, which I, I, it would not do. Yeah. But, and it's not even something like, it seems like she's taking it like at a scheduled time. You don't do that with Xanax. You take it when you need it. 
if you yeah, if you're manic depressive too, don't you think that like Xanax would probably not help? Like especially if you're in a depressive mode. Yeah, it would help if you're, you know, anxious or you need like maybe yeah. if you're manic, it might help calm you down a little bit, but Yeah, I don't know. It seems weird to me. But anyway, uh I'm not an expert on it either. But yeah, she she said and she says that her her therapist or whatever, her doctor is not going to give her any more because he wants her to try seek, therapy. To, to seek therapy. Now, how long has her brother been dead? How long has she been taking Xanax every day? Because, well, she wasn't taking it for a while. Because remember, that was a whole issue where, mm-hmm. yeah, they wanted her to take her meds again. Um, yeah, I think he's been dead for like a year or something like that. That is a long-ass time to be taking uh, Xanax. That's not good for you. But also, Pacey's like, how come you didn't tell me? And it's like, I just wanted to shout at the screen because there's a horrible stigma of her mental health. Right. Do you not understand that? Do you not understand that people don't like to... People will tell you about like, oh, I have psoriasis or I have diabetes or I have whatever, like I have uh, foot fungus. (laughs) I guess that one's probably a little more personal. But STDs, VD, you know, like stuff like that, uh, the sexually transmitted stuff... People don't like to talk about that, right. really, because there's a shame in that, and there's a shame in mental health stuff. Which there shouldn't be, because it's just like any other illness. But do you know why? Why? Fear. It's, it all stems from fear, hmm. because people think like, oh, that person's like crazy, because they, like fear and ignorance, because people don't have a, a like an in-depth understanding about mental health conditions mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So if somebody... If, if, they say somebody's like manic depressive or bipolar or whatever they call it now. Uh, oh my gosh, uh, you know, that person's crazy or whatever. That's just, they just think blanket like crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And then people are afraid like that could happen to me. <laughs> because losing... Because they seem normal. Because losing your mind or, or losing control, complete control of your mind is probably one of the biggest fears that people have Hmm. to not be in complete control of their faculties even though hormones and stuff like that dictate our actions a lot which is why we act certain ways when we're teenagers and don't act that way you know when we get older um so you're never a hundred percent in control of your mind really right but yeah people i think people are afraid of that it's a big fear of theirs so i think that's the the big reason yeah so so now he knows that she's, you know, on these pills and that she's her doctor's not going to give her anymore and she's talking about how stressed she is. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of maybe a little hyper vigilant. Sure. But I don't really think he did anything wrong. Um the doctor? No, Pacey. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Because he sees her, like, when they're working on the uh, play, he sees her just, like, freak out on somebody. Oh, uh, on the Sammy. actress. Because Rachel she Lee misplaced a barrette. Devin is her name. Yeah. Um, she's just, like, screaming at her about how could you be so irresponsible and all this stuff. And It's he, a barrette. Yeah. I mean, I what get... What it cost? 50 cents? I get that, like, you need to have the same props for a movie. Like, it's important to have the consistency. Oh, but, yeah. Sure. Um, still. Um, so Pacey kind of pulls her aside. He's like, Hey, you know, you need to, to calm down. You're freaking out. She's like, no, I'm not. And then she's talking about everything that's wrong in her life. And that, you know, I've got my crazy mom, my dad left, my brother died. I've got 
Jack, I've got school, and you. And you're the only expendable thing on that list. Exactly. He's the expendables. It's like, what a fucking bitch. Mm -hmm. I mean, he is trying so hard to be there for her and be nice to her and be understanding. And she's just like, just stomping him to the ground. Mm -hmm. I don't like her. And he's being incredibly reasonable Mm because she's like... She's like, only one of those things on the list is expendable. Maybe I, we should, you know, whatever. And he's like, you're not in a in a place to make that decision right now. Like, he's not like like getting defensive or anything. He's just like, yeah, you shouldn't, you probably shouldn't be making decisions like that right now because you're not in a mental place where that would be a good idea to make big decisions. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, fuck you. I, we're breaking up. <laughs> yeah, she's really mean to him. Which, like, I understand. She doesn't like that he's saying, hey, there's, you know, some, you're not being okay right now. Because mm-hmm. she's paranoid about that because sure. she just lost her medication. And it's normal that she'd be, like, freaking out more because she's not on this medicine that she's gotten used to being on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still think she's a bitch. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> so with the movie, mm-hmm. um, what do we want to say about this fucking movie? <laughs> Well, and I, I can tell which part of the storyline you connected with more than the other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's interesting that uh, Dawson's acting as his own cinematographer on this movie. Not a, not a thing directors do very often. Mm. Because he's actually behind the camera lining up the shots. I assume he's working with the light as well. I guess it's not 100% surprising because it's a low-budget movie. It's not like they have the budget or probably the talent to find a cinematographer, but they're very different things. Like a cinematographers handle the, the, the shots, like they set up the shots, they set up the lighting, all all that kind of stuff. That that's their, their big thing. Cinematographers are, cinematographers are extremely important on a movie, a movie set. The director is more removed Hmm. usually from the actual, like, getting in their process because the director literally directs everything The you know, the, the costume designer comes to the director with all the costumes and the, and the director is the final say, like, you know, the costume designer, basically the director's like, this is my vision of what I'm thinking. Costume designer tries to fulfill that. And he says, yes, that's good or whatever. That's right. So he, you know, he manages that he manages the lighting and, you know, he works with the cinematographer. He tells them how the shots want to look. And then, you know, he approves or disapproves. But he's there, like, usually watching the monitor, you know, like, watching the shot. As he's looking at the forest, not the trees, basically. Right, That's right. generally what a director does. Not that you can't act as your own cinematographer. Certain directors have done it very successfully. Um, but it's just, I don't know, I, I found that interesting. Because he's, he's on the dolly platform with the camera. They're doing a lot of dolly shots, which... Mm. I guess I don't know. It's it strikes me as one of those one of those rules of low budget films. What you have, you use a lot. Right. <laughs> and it's like they've got a dolly. So we're going to do a lot of dolly shots. Sure. We're going to do a lot of dolly moving around shots, which which is funny because the show is filmed a lot more as much as this is the show is about directors and everything. The show is filmed very much like a traditional sitcom pretty much. Uh, I mean, there's a little more dynamism to the camera because they're they're outdoors more often and everything as opposed to just literally being 
indoors on a set, so it's not always like a three standard three camera setup. But there's a lot of shot reverse shot, you know, con- like uh, dialogue conversations, which essentially is where one camera's o- over the one shoulder, and then you reverse the shot. Two people are talking, facing each other. Mm-hmm. Camera over the shoulder, so you can see the the face of the one person. Reverse shot camera over the shoulder, so you can see the face of the other person. And that's the, there's a lot of that. Uh, which is fine, but I mean, that's just like filmmaking 101 kind of stuff. But that's that's TV shows for you. TV shows are quick, 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 because we got to get one out each week. So to me, it seems more like Dawson just has control issues. But, you know, you, you, you bring a lot of <laughs> sense to to. Well, I mean, he does, but Jen is Jen's managing. He's managing getting the shots. Mm-hmm. She's managing everything else. Yeah. And that is what a good producer does. A good producer, the director is very focused on getting the shots and putting stuff together. I assume he edits his films as well, which is another big job. Um, but she's managing everything else. She's managing craft services. She's managing the props. She's managing continuity. She's managing the rest of the crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's funny to me that essentially Dawson's just doing Dawson's Creek. Because that's, instead of calling it Cape Side, it's Creekside <laughs> and everything. Okay, go ahead. What the fuck is going on? <clears> Hi. <throat> Hi. Um, I started thinking about it. You you said to pick you up at 2.20, but Stefan gets out at 2.26. No, he gets out at 2.36, and he doesn't come out the door till 2.40. So I want you to pick me up at 2.20. We'll get Bella at 2.30, and we'll get Stefan at 2.40. <laughs> okay. All right. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye. What did she text you about, too? The same thing. Like, it, it's annoying to me. Like, I, sometimes I think you should just leave the electronics out of here because you end up looking at your watch and your phone a lot, and it's well, the it's re- not good. A lot of times, most of the time that we're recording, I do, but our children are at school, so if something comes up, the school needs to be able to reach me, so that's why I don't do that. And she started out with, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm confused. So I had to look and see what, what's going on because it might have been an emergency. So I read the text and then she's calling. And so I'm like, okay, I got to answer because something's wrong. Yeah, it's just annoying. I'm sorry that I annoyed you. She annoyed me. Mm, okay. Let's get back to Dawson. Sorry. For the interruption. What were we talking about? <sighs> We were talking about how Jen was managing everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I was saying. So, yeah, it's just, it's weird to me how he's basically just, he's just written Dawson's Creek. Like, instead of taking the ideas and the feelings and recontextualizing them into a fictional scenarios. Mm-hmm. It's literally like there's they they film a scene outside of the dance where it's just that just that scene from the dance where he finds out that Joey kissed Jack and yeah. they're blowing up at each other. And Joey's having a really hard time with this. Now you know, because she's watching them act out these, you know, very emotional scenes from her own life. Also, Devin keeps coming up to her and being like, copying the way she does things. And yeah, it's yeah, it's it's weird. But 
My question is, though, when she was, like, freaking out at Dawson about it, like, didn't you read the script before you yeah, got here? I would have thought so. Because she seems really surprised at how things She's are. She's a bitch. Like, I don't like saying that, but I don't like Joey's character. Hmm. I don't think she's, I don't think she's a good character. Wow. Like, she's, she's very selfish. She's very angry all the time. And she just, she doesn't understand anyone else. Like, any, like, and she's just, she goes from situation to situation thinking like, oh, this is going to make me happy. This is going to make me happy. And, and. Nothing does because she doesn't self-reflect in any in any meaningful way. Yeah. So, <clears throat> but yeah, because she's all she's like yelling at Dawson, like I I don't understand why you're you're, you're relitigating our our relationship and and fuck you and and this fucking well, sucks. And she's saying like you know I know you're so over it yeah. and and like she thinks that the fact that he can do this means he's over it, right? But it's the yeah. evidence that he's not over it that he chose to do it in the first place and she's like she's like it's so pathetic that you're that that you're doing this and and that you you're clinging on to all this and everything and it's like asshole he's a artist right He, he likes to make movies that's what artists do right like something happened to him in his life that affected him emotionally and that that's how people work through that's how people that are artistic Work through that shit. Yeah. They put it in their... I channel it into their arts. That's the whole point. Yeah, didn't you ever... Have you read a book? Didn't you ever do a painting that somehow, you know, reflected how you were feeling about Dawson, Joey? Because I bet you did. Maybe like Rachel Lee Cook-wise, and she's all that, she she hasn't put her emotions into her her artwork (laughs) enough. Um, Speaking of... So she just draws Jack's weird-looking cock. (laughs) Speaking of Rachel Lee Cook... Yeah. She is being super duper creepy, though. Yeah. Like, before they actually start filming, before she's officially met Joey, she shows up at the Icebox? Is that what it's Ice called? Icehouse. Icehouse? Icebox <laughs> was the uh, female football player in the movie Little Giants. Ah. Um, and she, like, Joey comes up to take her order, and instead of, like, responding to her, she r- says back to her, like... Can I take your order? Yeah. <laughs> it's like she's trying to do an in- impersonation. And she's like, what? Like, I mean, like, that's so creepy. Now, I know... In certain movies where it's based on a real person, like apparently Johnny Depp hung out with Hunter S. Thompson before they filmed that movie we did, Fear and Loathing in Las mm. Vegas. So awful and, movie. But I, so I, I, I kind of get what she's doing. But do you really just want to do an impression? Don't you want to find the character yourself? Yeah. Yeah, like at one point she is supposed to do a scene where she's mad. Mm-hmm. And she's like I don't know how to be m- you mad and I don't know how to be mad at all actually is what she's saying which is stupid. That's not true. Yeah, are you an actress or what? And so she wants Joey to show her what she's like when she's mad. Mm-hmm. And she's like no, and so then she pisses her off. Yeah. So that she'll, you know, yell at her. Yep. She's like, what's it like being with one person and being in love with another person and working on this movie? And mm. and then she calls Jack over, which is what makes well, her she lose it. Call Jack over. Jack just comes over. But yeah, but she says shit to him too. Yeah, she says. She says, "What's it like being the transition guy, uh, being with Joey when you know that her heart's always going to be with another or whatever?" And then Joey 
flips out. And then she just looks at her and goes, thank you. And then walks away. Like, bitch. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, I think I would have gone after her. I think I would have hit her. It's so funny because you hear about method acting all the time. And it's like no one ever method acts as a nice guy. <laughs> you ever notice that? Like, uh, no one's ever like, oh, uh, this person was super nice. Let me let me, let me uh, get into the mindset of someone very nice and just be very nice 24 hours a day. It's always like, oh, this guy was an asshole method. <laughs> right. That's a, the, uh, And back to the future. Apparently, originally, it was going to be Eric Stoltz. Okay. Red-headed Eric Stoltz, the guy that sells uh, John Travolta drugs in Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. He was going to be the he was going to be Marty McFly, and the guy that played Biff Tannen, Tom Wilson, tells this story about how they're doing this scene or whatever, and like he like apparently Eric Stoltz had to be called Marty the entire time on the set. Weird. He wouldn't respond to anything but Marty. And they're doing the scene where, like, uh, they're fighting in the cafeteria or whatever, and he's pushing Tom Wilson and stuff, and he's like, he shoves me real hard, and I'm like, listen, Marty, it's it's okay. It's a movie. You can just tap me. I'll I'll move back. We'll sell it. It's, a, <laughs> it's like, you know, not talking to me, doesn't talk to me, doesn't look at me, doesn't look at me at all. And he's like, uh, they all they call a cut, and then they're like, uh, okay, action, shove! And he's like, Eric, <laughs> stop. <laughs> he's like, because I know I could kick his little ass. I mean, Tom Wilson's a big dude. Right. Um, and the and he also says uh, he was dating, uh, what's her name, the one that plays his mom. Oh, really? Yeah, he was dating her for a while, I guess, while they were on set. And he's like, I love that. It's like, method, 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 hot chick, no method. <laughs> That's awesome. Um. But anyway, yeah, so I, I just always notice that people that do this method acting stuff are just assholes. I mean, they might not be assholes, but they use it as an excuse to be an asshole. Yeah. I mean, it seems going to be fun, but hard to do. Like, to stay in character like that. I guess. I don't, I don't think it's... Ne- I, I don't... I've, I've done some acting. I don't think it's necessary. No, I, I don't think it's necessary. I either. honestly think it's dumb. And, I mean, I know Daniel Day-Lewis is a big proponent of that, and Daniel Day-Lewis is a better actor than me, and Daniel Day-Lewis is probably you know, one of the best actors of all time and everything, And but that's just one guy, you know? Like, that, uh, just because it works for him, that doesn't mean that's the only way to do it, or or, or even that the, or even that he could, couldn't do it another way. Right. I don't understand how why it's so hard, if you're a professional actor, to just be yourself, and then before they they say cut, you know, take like a minute or two or whatever to get in character and be able to go. Yeah. But maybe not everyone can do that. I don't know. So as we're going through this movie they're making now, mm-hmm. um, there's all the emotions with Dawson and Joey. Yeah. And. Jawson. <laughs> it culminates mm-hmm. um, with a big fight. Where we talked about that, where they, where she. Calls them pathetic and everything. And then they decide that they're okay again, right? Like, they... She apologizes. She's like, I'm sorry, or whatever. He's like, you know... He says something like, you know, I have nothing. Like, you've moved on with Jack. I haven't moved on, all this shit and everything. Why, you know, why wouldn't I hold on to the one thing that 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 I I have have left? And he storms off. And then, yeah, when they're done filming and everything, she, for the day... She comes up and apologizes to him and says, you know, 
um, I was being wrong or whatever. And then Jack comes over and he's like, hey, let's get going. Mm-hmm. And she goes off. Let's go him. fuck. Like, I, I I feel bad for Jack a little bit in this situation mm-hmm. because she's obviously not really into him. I don't think she is either, no. And I think she'd rather just be with Dawson. I don't know what she wants, mm-hmm. which is another reason why I think her character is infuriating. <laughs> True. I like uh, Katie Holmes, but I don't like this character. So, Grams um, is doing the, what do they call the food craft, ser- craft services. services. Yeah. And she gives Jen a big compliment about how great of a job she's doing running everything mm-hmm. and what a wonderful young woman she's turned into. And, what um, an exciting time it is to be a woman. Right, because she can be a producer. And she had introduced her to a guy that's helping out on the movie. Yeah, a guy that looks vaguely like a grown-up version of Jonathan Taylor Thomas. A from, little bit, from, yeah. From uh, Home Improvement. And he's been a little flirty with Jen. Mm-hmm. And he gave her a little neck rub, and then she asked him out, and he's all like, okay, but you got to be in my hands. And she's like, well, they're very good hands. Mm-hmm. And so I'm imagining, this is Jen, I'm imagining right. that they're going to end up fucking later tonight. He's like, I use these hands very effectively. For prayer? Yeah. <laughs> so we should have known that Grant had an ulterior motive, but uh, he takes Jen on a date. To a Bible study. Yeah, to like a house. with. Here's the thing. Here's the most unbelievable thing about this entire show. Mm -hmm. Not that there are teenagers that look like they're 30, that have sex with teachers and everything's okay and there's no psychological damage. (laughs) Not that uh, they have this huge vocabulary or whatever, but that anywhere in this country there is a party going on where like... 40 people that look like they're all under the age of 21 are attending a Bible study together. <laughs> Especially in New England. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, this is not Alabama, you know. But I I just, it's, yeah. This Bible study of like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't feel like there are so many young people would just organize themselves this way. I don't know. For a I Bible mean, study. Maybe, maybe not, but... I think it was really wrong of him to do that without telling her where they were going. Yeah. And if he really wants to date her, he should have taken her out to dinner or something first. Yeah. Like, she's not going to appreciate that. Fuck no. Did you see her face? Yeah. She's pissed. Yeah. She's not. Understandably. This guy's done. She's going to introduce this guy to Brandon so that uh, he can (laughs) end up on a pile in the desert. Right. Oh, you like God so much. Why don't you meet him? And... Okay, so after, what's it, what, Andy, after Andy is super mean to Pacey, mm-hmm. Dawson sees him and he's like, you know what, just forget her, just let her go. Yeah, it's, it's dumb, whatever. And he's like, no, this isn't, this isn't a fucking high school crush like you have or whatever. So, yeah, he's like, I am absolutely not letting her go. And then he decides to go to her house with a rose, mm-hmm. knocks on the door, she's in her pajamas and instead of like any normal person would light up i'm sorry if a dude shows up with a flower and be like oh you know being all cute and whatever they'll be like oh thank you no no she slams the door in his face he didn't do anything to her no he doesn't deserve that it's not like he cheated on her or hit her or something like she yelled at him earlier today and he's bringing her flowers yeah um so then he climbs her trellis that's what it's called right yes yeah you got it First like, try. 
We didn't have to stop and re and re-record this seven times because she didn't know the word trellis. But then I had to fuck it up and confirm. Um, anyway, he climbs up to her bedroom and she's like, Pacey, that's, you know, I can just shut the window. It's a long fall, one shove. Like, what the fuck? She's threatening your life now. Mm-hmm. And he's still like, I'm not going anywhere. And he, she eventually lets him in, in her room. Come to my window. It's dumb. Like, she's not, like, why does she think that she is so great that he's going to, you know, like, put up with this shit? Because she's uh, not. She's looking old, too. You see those wrinkles? <laughs> she is looking a little old. Did you notice that? Yeah. I did, too. I was like, there was, she made some facial features, and I was like, I don't think you're going to age well, Andy. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, she looks much older than him. Um, she's attractive, sure, but not super attractive. No, like they're she's especially. Not, she's not as attractive as Rachel Lee Cook, uh, Joey Potter, whatever the Katie Holmes, name is. yeah, Katie Michelle Holmes Williams and Michelle Williams. Yeah, so like normal person world, she'd be the hot girl, but like she's you know big fish or she's small fish, big pond. Yeah, she's surrounded by just gorgeous people, so she does yeah. not stand out. She's closer to Grams. <laughs> That's just mean. Than she is to Katie But, like, I just don't get it. Like, I'm sorry, Andy, if you listen to her show. <laughs> it was a joke. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she's going to listen. Um, I just she don't does understand what he sees in her, honestly. I don't know. Maybe he likes crazy women. I guess. We've never seen his mom. Isn't his mom dead or something? Oh, his mom alive. Yeah, I think she might be dead. That would explain why he has all these issues with women. Yeah. So. His dad's a piece of shit, and his mom is, I don't know where. Yeah. I think she's alive. I think we just never see her. Maybe she's been drowned in the creek. <laughs> maybe she's in the pile. Maybe she, maybe she uh, maybe she left the dad. Yeah, he's an asshole. That would make sense. But anyway, that is the episode. That's where we leave things. So, yeah, so Andy and Pacey still going strong, even though she's a bitch. Yeah. Uh, Dawson's still all alone. Yeah. Joey's still with Jack. Joey's still a bitch. And Jen is trapped at a uh, Bible study. And Jack is a piece of trash. So that's the creek. All right. Uh, So you can write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Yep. That should be our our catchphrase at the the end of each episode. (laughs) One of us should go, that's the creek. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com uh-huh. and share the tapes with your friends. Right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.